and welcome to the Dadcast. On the show today, we'll be talking about the dummy fairy, long car journeys, and tights. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Happy New Year! Richard, did you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year kind of break? Although, is it really a break when you've got young kids? Just fantastic. Lots of fun, lots of silliness and um, lots of food and drink. Yeah, it just worked well. But, nice. but I'm pleased, pleased that everyone's back at uh, school and nursery and everything now. <laughs> <laughs> How was the whole Christmas thing, Father Christmas presents? Was everyone happy with presents? Uh, did anyone get a bit mad with presents? Or was everyone quite kind of content and happy and peaceful and all that kind of stuff? Do you know what? It really worked well. We actually were able to sort of eke the presents over over the day, or actually a couple of days. It just sort of worked out like that. And uh, they got a little bit frantic, but do you know, it it just worked. It, for some reason, I think, <laughs> I thought they'd be wanting to rip every present open the, the minute we sort of got up. And they got what they wanted, and they got things that they didn't know they wanted, <laughs> or maybe things they didn't even want. But, yeah, I mean, as usual, we've got too much stuff. We've just got too much stuff. That That's the problem. I kind of just feel guilty getting loads of things. But you equally, I can't help buying them stuff and family can't help buying them stuff. So it just, um, you know, I think that's part and parcel of it. As long as you get rid of things uh, as well and, you know, give stuff to charity. And so there's always a kind of um, things moving on. I think then, then it works well. That's really tricky, though, isn't it? Especially with two kids is you kind of get rid of stuff that the older kid has but then you think, well, my younger kid might want that at some point. And then you end up just sort of like collecting and storing everything. And you end I up with that, like far too much stuff. I think that is the real problem. And actually what's happening is that I'm wanting to get rid of things quicker for Georgia than I did for Phoebe. Just because a lot of them have been hanging around in the house for, albeit being used, but since Phoebe was um, using them. And now I'm just thinking, I just want to get rid of things, get rid of things. Our house, well, we've got things, you know, we've got the loft of doom. So we just go into the... <laughs> You go up there and it just sort of caves in on you. You just think, oh, just go and grab what I can, what I need if I can find it, yeah, and then uh, and then shut it and then forget about it. And we've got actually that's a point. Have you have you heard of that uh, book, Spark Joy, by Marie Kondo? No, but I do know about her. She does Colmari, doesn't she? Yes, yeah, well, this is tight, tight, yes, tight, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's, I think that's sort of like her, that's what she's called her way of ordering things, and she's got a series on, that's it, a series on Netflix called Tidying Up, and actually, I'm, to be honest, I'm not into these sort of uh, lifestyle programs and how to better your life, but it's really good, and we've been watching a few, and, and, and Phoebe's been watching them with us, and it's just a way of going through, getting rid of clutter, and then uh, essentially organising and we're starting to, to implement some of the principles from it. And it's kind of working, like storage solutions and things. And just okay. so it's, a, it's a really good it's a really good one. I bought the book, so I'm going to read that as well. But it, the, as, as in, in terms of the series, you know, it's it's easy watching, but everything it's, it's very practical. And you sort of think, ah, yes, I can do that as well. And does that work for kids, though, as well? Because I always thought, you know, uh, Rachel has known about this, this lady and this Conmari and she's kind of try to implement certain things from it and stuff but I always find it's difficult with kids stuff because they go in in phases like there's some stuff that Tilly now plays with that we gave her like two years ago and she wasn't interested and we could have easily got rid of it and now she's suddenly going I like this it's my favorite and it's like wow okay and you feel like kids come in and out whereas as a grown-up you can kind of go well do you know what that will do me for that I can get rid of that because I'm not yeah. going to need that again do you think it works then is, is, is she getting things from it is she able to make those decisions 
Yeah, she is. She really is. Phoebe a lot more than Georgia. And the interesting thing is that actually part of the technique is, you know, some of these things that you might want to keep hold of for a while and then get rid of. So it's not about just going in and getting rid of absolutely everything. Whereas I'll be honest, you know, I kind of just want to blitz everything and get rid of so much stuff, including (laughs) a lot of mine. But it's a bit like that with Phoebe. You know, I've been able to say, look, you've had these things come in for Christmas. We physically haven't got the space to keep everything. So what now needs to go? And there's quite a few things that certainly from when they're a lot younger almost hangover sort of baby toddler stuff that that have just been around because, you know, some of them are, are, I don't know, things that are made out of wood, some things that that look nice and and are nice rather than just a lot of plastic stuff. Yeah. Um, but but it's Phoebe's like I oh, know I can understand let's let's give it to to other children so they can use them as well. Um, that's good. I think that's I think that's an age thing. Georgia doesn't quite get that. So at the moment I was trying to get rid of some just plastic unicorn rubbish, and I was like, George, <laughs> you really want this? And she's like, Yes, I do. It's like, really? Yes, I do. What about all these things? Yes, I do. So she's just too young at the moment. A couple of parents were saying on the, on the program last night that actually they were not setting their kids up very well because they were just hoarding things and consuming loads of things and there's this thing where you put all your clothes on a bed everything then you start to go through and and see things which spark joy i mean it it sounds a bit hippy trippy and it, in a way it is but it it kind of works you know what what works for you do you want to wear those clothes do you not have have you actually got the best out of them now and and, and then sort of you know pass them on and and actually phoebe kind of gets all that as well so that's good. It's, a, it's good. Because yeah. the, the reason why I'd been a bit cynical about her before, I think, is because sometimes Rachel has like a mad kind of clear out of clothes and things. And then sometimes it seems like a month later she goes, oh, but I need to buy something because I don't have a thing that, you know, does this. And you kind of go, I'm sure you just threw loads of stuff away. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, you throw stuff away, but not if you're going to then go and want to rebuy stuff later. And um, And I suppose like by lying everything out on the bed then you can see everything. So it's not just kind of like, do I like this, do I not like this? It's kind of like, hang on, let's look at all of these things and work out what fulfills every part. But the tricky thing as well is with kids is that, you know, when other kids come round, everything comes out. All the toys come out, the drawers get opened, toys come out, they get played with, put a, and you kind of go, well, that's how kids play, and especially when other kids come over, that's how they play. So you don't want to just go, well, these are, these are the three toys that you're playing with and that's what we're going to keep. Because then it just looks really boring. <laughs> like, No, I know. Well, there's two things. One, you accept that that's part of the process and then you have to go and tidy them away afterwards. Or, or two, just never invite anyone around. That's, <laughs> that's a good option. That's a good option. Okay, get, I'll have to have get, a look into that then. I'll have to look into yeah, that. Yeah. But was anyway, was your, was your festive time good with the family? Yeah, it was really good, really good. We hosted. So we had Rachel's parents over. So we did all the cooking and things and what was really nice was that Tilly was uh, so she's three and a half she was at that stage where she was excited about Christmas she understood she knew to leave the you know things out for Father Christmas she knew that Father Christmas was coming she you know we spoke about the elf on the shelf last week so she needed to, to, to be a good girl and to be well behaved but she wasn't at that manic stage of just like I want I want I want I want which was quite nice. So it meant that when Rachel and I were cooking, you know, we're going, well, we're going to make breakfast now, we're going to make lunch now. Then yeah. Tilly was happy to leave all the presents and 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 not, you know, not worry about them for a bit. That's and great. By the end of the day, she started to get a bit, there's still presents, there's still presents, a little bit. <laughs> but it wasn't like that manic thing that I think when, you know, when you see kids a bit older that they come down and they want to just rip everything open. She was happy yeah. to open something and then play with it and... And she was delighted with her swing set. I tell you that. She was delighted. <laughs> what happened with the uh, the concrete mixer then? Well, it's probably a bit <laughs> precarious. We've, we've just not cemented it into the ground. <laughs> 
It's just sitting there. Yeah. I mean, it's heavy. It's like it's not going to fall over. But I suppose to cover themselves, <laughs> they have to make sure. But um, yeah, but that was really good. We made we made one mistake with the cooking. Right, yeah. Uh, you know when you sort of follow two different kind of like schools of thought. So we, okay, we, we did this Jamie Oliver thing where you put um, butter and stuff underneath the skin of the turkey, and then yeah. we did this other school of thought where you put it into a bag to self baste. But it meant that all that skin at the top somehow burnt. I'm not quite sure how. But we've got quite a small kitchen. We've got a small oven compared to what we used to before we moved. So we were like, yeah. we can't fit the turkey and all the other food in the oven at the same time. So we didn't know what to do. And then a friend of ours who lives a mile away says they're going away for christmas can we feed their cat so we were like okay we'd love to feed your cat can we cook our turkey in your oven <laughs> so like a lot of christmas was like going down there putting the turkey down there come you know bringing the turkey back home and it, and it was only the next day did i realize that we didn't start cooking anything else until the turkey had come out of the oven Oh, so we and, and I didn't realize at the time, but we could have just cooked the turkey in our oven and then yeah. put everything else in after the turkey had come out to rest. Idiots, idiots, absolutely idiots. And then in the new year, we drove up to Scotland to see my folks. They live in the west coast of Scotland. You've been there, the lovely Guruk. Yeah, lovely, lovely there. We went on the boat across the water to the noon. Oh, with the girls. Oh, I've got to go up there again. It's fantastic. Oh, but that was lovely. But how how do you cope, or how have you coped in the past with long car journeys with the girls? Because we did two different things, and I'm not quite sure what we'd do next time. Usually, well, Georgia usually falls asleep as soon as she gets in a car, so usually that's fine. Okay. Um, which that usual thing is about, you know, toilet, they need a toilet, and then there's nowhere that they can go to the toilet yeah. uh, at that particular point in the journey. Anyway, tell me about it. Tell me about it. What well, happened? So on the way up, we decided to get up early on the 2nd of Jan, and we left at 10 o'clock, we thought. Drive, it's like seven, seven and a half hours to get there. Yeah. So it's quite a long way. So we just thought, get up early, uh, and then hope the girls sleep in the car. But because it's daytime, they sleep a bit, but don't sleep a lot, you know. So mm. Tilly needed the loot quite early in. And then we decided we were going to stop for like, we were going to stop at like a national trust place. So it wasn't just a service station. So we yeah. we sort of went off, and there was somewhere like just off the M6. It looked like on a map, but actually there was no junction there. So you end up having to sort of go through villages for a bit to get there. So it kind of adds a lot more time. And by the time you yeah. stop and then get into the place and then find the little play park and have your lunch, you get back in the car like an hour and a half has gone. So like on a seven and a half hour journey anyway, you've had another hour and a half. So it kind of like makes the day really long. And then it meant that. They were both a bit grisly and a bit bored for a lot of the journey. And then they finally slept for the last couple of hours. But it was like it was like a long day and a long day of of Rachel trying to entertain them in the back of the car. So so what we did on the way back down is we left at dinner time. Okay. And we so we we got left well, we left a bit before dinner. So we we drove for an hour and a half, stopped and had food, got them in their pajamas, put them to bed in the back of the car. Right. And essentially, they slept all the way home. So it was oh, okay. a, a kind of cleaner journey, you know, no traffic, uh, driving at night, all good. I mean, you know, we stopped at services a couple of times and the girls kind of woke up and then, you know, Emily had a feed, Tilly went to the loo. So like that was all fine. But it did mean we didn't get home till two o'clock, didn't get to bed till three o'clock. <laughs> and of course, the girls had slept. So they woke up at six. Yes. <laughs> and so it was like the next day was a hellish day. So I don't know what we'd do next time because it's like... You know, they both worked and didn't work because um, that next day yeah. was just like complete and utter duvet day for us. Like, you know, three hours sleep and what do we do? Uh, you see, I, I always prefer just getting up and out really early, but that's about me. That's not even thinking about the kids. Yeah, okay, um, okay. 
But then so it does I, mean that it's like a long journey during the day, which is kind yeah, of... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I suppose yeah. Phoebe now can entertain herself and can kind of like read a book or do I Spy or, yeah. or do whatever. But for younger kids, it's um, it's it's just they don't get the concept of like how long the journey's going to be. No, hence the, are we nearly there yet? Yeah. <laughs> do you know, we didn't have that, which was good. We didn't even have That's that That's pretty once. good. Yeah, happy, happy about that. I think, I don't know, I, as I said, for, for us, you know, Georgia just sleeps, um, which is not a great thing because, you know, she she then sleeps for however long the, the car journey is. Um, and, and we, uh, well, it is, but then in the evening, you know, then she doesn't go to bed until a, a lot later, basically. So it's not great. Um, I don't know. I guess there's no, there's no real answer for it, is there really? You just got to muddle through. And have as many sort of snacks and things like that, and things to do, and uh, and also just expect that you are going to have to pull over, and you are going to have to do that. I'm not very good with that, you know. Soph's a lot more sort of level-headed, and it's like, well, that's what we're going to have to do. You know, we're going to have to pull over, we we'll have to have a toilet break, and do this. And I'm thinking, no, no, come on, we can just drive there. We can do it in two hours rather than two and a half, three hours. But you know, stop off for a coffee, chill out. I guess that's the point of it. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So we're going to have a visit this week, and I'm not sure how this visit is going to go. We're going to have a visit from the Dummy Fairy. Oh, the Dummy Fairy, yeah. yeah. I remember the Dummy Fairy. Do you? Yeah. How did it yeah. go for you? What did you do? I need some advice. I don't really know how we're going to go about it, but it's going to happen well, I should this have week. thought about this before. Oh, yeah. Once the Dummy Fairy comes, that's it. I mean, it, obviously, it's a final thing. Um, but I think the Dummy Fairy brought the, brought the girls something they wanted, some kind of toy. It's sort of really sort of nego- hard negotiations on that one. <laughs> And then the dummy, yeah, you put the dummy, well, I can't remember where they put the dummy. They put the dummy somewhere, but the point is that it's final and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And there's no coming back, there's no coming back to it. There's no like, oh, well, we've got another one. I think that's the point. So it was it was when they were both really ready for it. And how was Georgia, um, sorry, how was Phoebe when I think Georgia Phoebe, still had hers, if you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. I think she kind of understood, to be fair. Okay. Because we kept saying, well, it's that thing of saying, well, George is a baby, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> George is a baby and you're not now. So you're constantly doing that thing, you know, you're sort of playing one off against the other in order to get what you want. <laughs> oh, it's going to be know. so tricky, though. So so we've got we've got a little fairy door that we've that's going to be on a, Lovely. On a tree. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Tilly's... Tilly's going to leave a little bag with the dummies in. I'm just speaking quietly in case she can hear. I don't want to sort of break the magic. <laughs> what I'm nervous about is that thing of when bedtime happens then and and what she does or when she goes on a car journey and what she does and also what happens with Emily's dummies and, yeah. and if they ever get nicked or used or... <laughs> Because I, want, I, I didn't even I, think about that. I think I've got to. I think I've got to write like a, a poem or something that goes with. We can read out that that sort of yeah. explains that taking her sister's dummy is almost the worst thing that can ever happen. You know, just that threat of just this is not cool. It's sort of the equivalent of having a, a, a cheeky cigarette. You'll see her in the corner, just sort of having a quick, quick suck on the dummy. There, what is that a dummy? No, no, not at all. What's that behind your back? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. To my three, is that a dummy? No, it's a cigarette, Dad. Oh, that's okay then. Just as oh, long as you're okay. not yeah. sucking yeah. your dummy. I think the thing is that you, you know, instead you need to. Be, I guess you, you get them to hug their favourite teddy or their favourite whatever you know it's something else that's a comfort to them I mean I know with Phoebe she was very attached or still is actually to two or three um, teddies or bunnies that she's got one of them you guys bought her oh really okay I just suddenly remembered yeah yeah and she's very attached to those kind of things And, and Georgia less so but I think with Georgia then 
it was a, it was like, well, Phoebe doesn't have dummies anymore. Do you want to be a big girl? So for Phoebe, it was you don't want to be a baby like Georgia, and for Georgia is you want to be like a big girl like like Phoebe. <laughs> I like it. Mind tricks, play them off each other. Yes, well, divide and yeah, conquer. I th- <laughs> <laughs> but I, as I keep saying, it is final, and that's the that's the main thing. Funny enough, we actually probably a few months ago when we were doing a, a cupboard out in the um, in the kitchen, we found some brand new dummies that we'd brought. <laughs> Obviously, as I kind of like, we might need them. It's like what a blimmin' waste of dummies now. So uh, yeah, well, because yeah. we we broached the subject with Tilly first. Of all a few months back and she was like yep okay i understand i give the dummies to the dummy fairy and she leaves me a gift so rachel had explained it all and then i'd gone to speak to her and said so this dummy fairy thing do you know about it and she said yep yep i i leave my dummies in a bag and the dummy fairy takes them away <laughs> and leaves me a gift and i was like brilliant she's really got the handle and i said what what gift do you think the dummy fairy will leave you <laughs> new dummies Ah, you've not quite got the hang of this talking nappies talking crap the perky and man dadcast have your kids become obsessed with baby shark Oh, baby shark, ba 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 Yeah, don't don't uh, get yeah. it into people's heads no. now. Uh, yeah, they have not as much recently, although they still sing it. it. I've got to admit, there are some things that really do annoy me, and in a for some reason, it doesn't annoy me as much. Oh, good, because it's just it's just so inoffensive. It's just, it's just really funny, you know, grandpa shark, ba ba ba. It's just so it doesn't go anywhere, okay. but it's funny. It's funny, and I think the girls have done a little dance to it, and it just makes me laugh, yeah. Good, good, because I think some parents, it really winds up, especially people if they've got, like, an Alexa or something like that, where the kid just asks for Baby Shark again and again and again and again. Yeah, but we yeah, I found see that out being annoying. because we had that because because Tilly loves it and, and Emily loves it as well. And she does the little even Emily does the little hand movements for the, uh, for the shark. <laughs> but Rachel decided just to search for other songs by that group it's called pink fong as in f-o-n-g pink fong Pink Fong, yeah pink fong and they've got a million different versions of baby shark so if your kids like baby shark but you don't want to hear the same song again and again and again they've got like there's halloween shark which is similar there was christmas shark which is like you know baby shark like a different little tune but then there's like there's all sorts of other ones. There's like there's loads of actually like really good dance remixes of it, like proper that you could hear in a club. There's oh I love it. There's one where it goes on and does like the whole extended family. There's Auntie Shark, Uncle Shark, Cousin Shark, and then there's like Orchestra Shark or something weird oh, really? like that, where it's like a tuba and then a cello and then some sort of. It's just, it's crazy. If you just go for Pink Fong, they've got like dinosaur things and then just like a million different versions of, of Baby Shark. It's crazy. So get an idea and then absolutely rinse it. Yeah. Absolutely rinse it. Do you know what? I'm, I'm amazed that there are so many of these things on the internet because in a way, the production value for a lot of these things that the girls, you know, have watched, you know, Peppa Pig Play-Doh. Which is essentially a, a, a yeah, essentially a, a people playing with with toys, with Peppa Pig toys, and it's just it's. I mean, we, we've sort of stopped them from watching things like that because it's just rubbish. It's just <laughs> a, 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 ca- a camera in front of someone playing with some toys. It's like it's just so bizarre. But in a way, it's interesting because the production values are, are so sort of bad and poor, and it's it, it's so easy to to just record something these days. But quite a lot of these songs and videos are doing really well amongst kids. 
I just find it amazing. We should do something. We should actually do something, Perky. Yeah, yeah. We should yeah. do a dad cast. I mean, blimey, we've got so- those puppets of ours. <laughs> yeah, Perky and Man puppets could be doing something. I mean, we could do anything. We just try something. We should. We should. That's crazy. I don't know what. But I mean, come on! It, 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 just saying, baby shark, ba 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 ba, baby shark. It doesn't even go anywhere. Well, that's had that's had bill- that original one. Not any of the other remixes and stuff. That original one has had well over a billion views. It's billion, one billion one hundred and something million or whatever. And it's the twenty sixth most viewed video on YouTube of all time. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, well, what it is, is parents going out for a coffee and just going, oh, just watch it. <laughs> or going to the pub and going, just watch it, just watch it, and they've got it on repeat, repeat, well, repeat. Yeah. The thing is, you, I, I guess what you want to do is get something which is that has some kind of, um, I don't know, health benefits to it or something. So, so, so it's a little bit sort of proactive and supporting a healthy child. So something to do with the food. You know, let's eat fruit. <laughs> let's eat fruit. It tastes really good. And it's not got any calories in it. I mean, we'll, we'll work on the actual tune. But do you know what I mean? You take my point of that actually you I mean, baby shark. If anyone, little raisin, little raisin, little raisin and an apple. If anyone there could just snip that from the podcast and put a dance beat behind it. You're going to be the new star of K-pop. You're going to be the superstar all across Southeast Asia. Wow, I wish I joined in then. Yeah, mango, well, mango, listen. mango, mango, pineapple, and a kiwi fruit. Oh, that's very mighty boosh. I like it. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, we good. could be. What, what is it? It's crimping, isn't it? What's cr- crimping's what you do to the edge of a Cornish pasty, Richard? What are you talking no, about? I, <laughs> maybe it's not called crimping anymore. But it was. No, maybe it's not called crimping. Maybe, maybe I'm making up. Crimping was um, super, super tasty, super, super, super carrot and coriander, chili chowder. Come on, we were listening to this. Years ago. Yeah, I Bush. can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, go and watch all of them. I tell, I tell you, we watched the, the we watched all the series with the girls, which we probably shouldn't have done. We shouldn't have watched the third series with them, but quite a few other things went over their heads. Um, <laughs> but the first one, we are re, re-watching again, and it's actually, it's funny. It works on, it, it works on many, many different levels, but ah... Mighty Boosh, come on, we we loved that, Perky. I know. We loved I it, remember, didn't we? And hey, if that was crimping, that's why Noel Fielding's now on Bake Off, because of the Cornish pasty thing. Because um, the... <laughs> the Mighty Boosh is funny, yeah. wasn't it? Because it was on like, I think it was on late at night, but then also they showed it at tea time as well, because they didn't really know who yeah. it was for. It was like, yeah. Oh, I, 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 rewatch it, rewatch it. It is absolutely fantastic. They are genius. They really are genius. Uh, listen <laughs> anyway on that note we should probably uh, head towards the uh, final of uh, of this podcast have you got anything yeah. else to talk about quickly or just really quickly I don't know because it's obviously different with your girls but these are a bit younger but when I take them up to, to nursery and then school I usually get both of them either arguing with each other great or both of them talking to me at the same time yeah. so I have this sort of dual conversation and I'm going yeah 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 and then when I'm sp- sort of speaking to, to one of them and the other one is is talking. I'm sort of squeezing their hand <laughs> just to make it make it feel. <laughs> I like, am you know, still, still here I'm, with you. I'm, I'm I'm still here. And then occasionally they say, oh, "I'm talking." No, I'm talking. I'm talking. Like, Girls, I'm listening to both of you. Thinking, I'm not really listening to both of you. I'm trying to listen to both of you. Anyway, this morning as we were going up to school, Georgie didn't really speak, and Phoebe just <laughs> we ran up because we were a little bit late. And Phoebe said, "Oh, my tights are falling down," and she said, "You should have got me some new tights." 
I said, well, well, OK, I didn't know they were falling down. Well, you should have got me... It's a new year. You should have got me new tights. You knew this. <laughs> oh, OK, Phoebe, come on. You'll be fine, Phoebe. Keep walking. It's only because you ran. No, no, they're falling down again. Anyway, t- sort of 10-minute walk up there. It was like this, this torrent of blame uh, the, <laughs> about the tights. That she kept going on and on and on. And in the end, I was going, well, well what am I going to do? Well, Phoebe, we can go home. Uh, no, no, because I'll be late. Well, then what do you want me to do? Well, you should have got me some. I said, I know I should have got you some. But it's <laughs> A, it's not just down to me. And B, I didn't realise they were falling down. Well, what about wearing some um, gym knickers? What are gym knickers? <laughs> what do you mean, what are gym knickers? You, what do you wear in, in, when you do gym? What's gym? No, OK, your PE shorts. PE shorts? Yeah, why don't you wear your PE shorts under your skirt and they'll keep your um, tights up. No, but then I'll I'll look like I have fat legs. It's a seven-year-old. No, you won't. And the people will know that I've got gym knickers on. They won't because they're not going to be looking up your skirt. And it's just one of those moments I just thought... Georgia was just listening to it. I think Georgia just thought, you know what, I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to talk on this one because, you know, I'm just going to listen because it's interesting. Yeah, I can't contribute to this. I can't contribute. So and anyway, dropped George off, went went to uh, school, and then Phoebe was like, "Now we're going to be late. Now we're going to be. Late. I can't believe we're going to be late. No, we're not going to be late." So just as I was about to drop her off, she said, "And another thing, my New Year's resolution was to stop falling out with friends, and I've already fallen out with friends." <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what? What do you want me to do? Well, uh, but it's. Be- oh, I just thought. I said, "Okay, Phoebe, we'll talk about this later." <laughs> One of those dr- sort of drops her off and thought. Ah, uh, and breathe. Oh, man. I hope you then went and bought some tights for her, the poor girl. Oh, I know. Poor, I do, we do deprive her. We do deprive her. God, blimey. She needs so an anyway. intervention. I need to come and, oh, uh, come and look know. after her, the poor thing. Oh, I can't believe you neglect her so. <laughs> I know. Bad, bad, bad person. Anyway, Mr Perkins, as always, been great to chat with you and to you and to hear about all the stories. We'll speak again in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Get in contact with us. If you've got any stories over Christmas or New Year or just any general kind of dadding stories, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at DadCastUK in most places. Uh, See you soon, Rich. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Perkin Man DadCast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.